This is not trash. This is a certified hook classic. And if you disagree, I hope you step on Apollo like a wet feet. You half with an old child left behind in a face ass motherfucker. Welcome back to the Just Plain Filthy Podcast. I'm Casey Campbell. I'm TJ Vegas, and we haven't done this for, well, like, two months, and then before that it's was, been a like, while. one or two episodes of Just Me, so it feels it... good to have the, uh, everything back in order. We're back together, motherfucker! Yeah, it's been, we had, we had a bit of a winter break, uh... It was good. It was crazy, bonkers. I mean, we do the same thing every year, I don't think anybody's really surprised. If they knew, they knew, they don't know yet. Oh, uh, yeah, we do this. We all work in some capacity in the service industry. Mm. Uh, retail season, holiday season, shitty. Uh, everybody wants to go out to eat for the holiday season. Casey works in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. I work at Target. Uh, and then we're all just constantly working. So we can't update the website. We can't do this. We can't do that. We take a small break and then we come back and we slap. That musical ass, we, uh... Yes. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. It sounded good in my head, and I was like, I don't have a follow-up. No, no, you're good, you're good. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm so glad to be back. Exactly. Me too, me too. Um, where is the... Where, what's on the docket for today, Mr. TJ? Uh, we have a couple questions. Some of them easy, some of them weird. Um, hopefully we can all like answer them because i know you've been really busy with stuff lately so Mm. don't have your finger on the pulse of uh wrestling at the moment i have my finger on the pulse of chicken fingers and chicken cutlets and (laughs) shrimp and uh royal royal t-bone steaks The dishwasher, he's a fry cook, he's a fucking master of all trades. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, we have, so we have questions. Um, we're also going to kind of take a look back at 2021, the year it was. Mm. Uh, music, movies, wrestling, all that stuff. We're going to look into the future of uh, 2022 Ooh. and maybe later on, depending on what comes up as far as topics. Mm-hmm. Um also, there's been a significant change in my personality that Casey has recently discovered. Love to see you and dive into that. Love to uh, see the It's going to be fun. We have new music from my friend's band, 1019. Nice. Came out a couple days ago. It's going to be a good one. Let's go. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm here for it. Okay, so my wife asked a couple questions. Nice. Uh, I asked for questions. Instagram doesn't like us for the moment for some reason. I don't know. We'll figure that out sooner or later. We she asked three questions, and hopefully we can all get some out of, something out of this. Mm. Um, what indie wrestlers do you think will be breakout stars in 2022? Hmm. Uh, Danhausen definitely. Oh yeah. I, I arguably he's already a breakout star, but hopefully he gets that extra push. 
Uh, that's fair. Um, Maybe he signs to a contract or something and blows everybody's mind. Yeah, actually, I would be... My mind would be blown if Effie appeared on national TV, but Effie's gone on record saying that he's not interested in that. It's got to be a fucking high offer for Effie to even consider. I don't even think it's that. I think he's gone on record as saying he doesn't want the national TV deal. He doesn't want to be on national television. Well, fair play to him. That's that's awesome. Because if you you can get a notoriety and get that marketability and everybody knows your name, but you're never on a contract with TV series, like... That's huge. that's, That's insane. That's fucking huge. Uh, basically, everyone in GCW, like. Oh, did you hear that? Uh, GCW since since we took the break, it's it's not exactly news to us, mm. but to everybody listening, if they don't know, GCW announced I think back in November that they are going to be running the Hammerstein Ballroom at the end of January. Yes. Um, we... Doing so, they've already set an attendance record. The Hammerstein Ballroom, as far as, like, wrestling goes. And they've already sold out in less than 24 hours of tickets going on sale. That's crazy. I, wow. Yeah, card right now is Blake Christian versus Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor world title. Awesome. Ian Riccoboni doing uh, commentary during that match. I'm here for it. Um, there's, it's going to be, uh... What was it? It's a six-way Lucha Libre match. Yes. A six-way tag. I believe it's Arez of Demonic Flamita and another person versus Laredo Kid, Bandito, and ASF. And then it's going to be John Moxley defending the GCW World Championship against Homicide. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a match I'm very interested in seeing. Yeah, I didn't want to dive too much into indie wrestling because that's why we have the indie movement part of this. Yeah. But uh, I was like, yo, we're bringing up GCW. I got to break the news. People might not know. Exactly. Exactly. That's what this is for. We're bringing information to the masses. Um, I personally, there's a tag team from the Northeast called Waves and Curls. And it's uh, two guys infectious energy like kind of reminds me of uh like new day how they just vibe out and they dance and the crowd loves it yes but it it's also like the athleticism of like brian kendrick and like paul london kind of stuff oh shit okay okay very colorful very like baby face um jalen brandon can fucking go in the ring and then uh trayvon uh jordan i think is the other guy's name you can cut a mean promo. So they have, together, they have all the boxes checked. And that's going to be huge as long as they can find the right independence to work for. I'm 100% about that. that and the uh, like second choice is Megan Bain. Yo. Uh, she, is, she is from, I believe, Connecticut or Rhode Island. Uh, she dominating the New England scene right now. Uh, she just did a couple AEW dark spots. She is a powerhouse. Love she's it. got the char- character down where she's like a Greek goddess. She has handmaids coming out holding her uh, her to like cape or whatever and presenting the people. Megan Bain, here's her crown, here's her everything. Love it, love she, it. She got the entrance down, the pageantry down, the moves down, 
only like three or four years in the business. That's awesome. That's oh, tremendous. The future story. is those people. I've I fucking guarantee it. I one hundred percent agree. Um, also says, what bands are you looking forward to releasing releasing new music in twenty twenty two? Uh let's see. Uh, why not? Why not throw th- throw my cam out there? I want to see some new turnstile. Um. I'm literally just hoping for a good year for music, especially with things starting to get bad again. Like, let your creativity shine through these bad times. Oh, and last year was great musically. But oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Joe was not at, so much. Everybody was at home the year before with nothing to do. So. <laughs> and we're about to be at home again with nothing to do. <laughs> Need smarten the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. not actually hostile. I was just hyping it up. Those listening, <laughs> there was no angry face. I miss having my friends come over. Yeah, I I miss going over there. Now you have a cat and I can't fucking pet it. Yeah, I know it's unfair. Um, I'm looking forward to a new vein. Yeah, yeah, you sent the link. Your to new that. song is insane. It's like Dillinger Escape Plan meets old school Slipknot. Love it. And if I can get a whole album of that, I'm I'm there for it. Um, yes. I believe. Uh, fuck. There was well, there was one other. Um, um. Now that I put myself on the spot, I'm fucking drawing blanks. Um, uh, I'm hoping for new Vended this year. Uh. Corey Taylor and Sean Sons from uh, Slipknot. Their yeah. hardcore project. Really, really fucking good. Okay. There's somebody I was just listening to a, uh, a single from, and I need to remember who the fuck that was, because as soon as I figure that out, then that's my answer. Mm. Yeah, this is a terrible time to put me on the spot for myself, huh? I mean, the worst part is he knew it was coming. <laughs> oh yeah, um, new new doppelgangers. That's gonna be pretty cool. They already yes. started putting some stuff out, and I guess Bun B, the rapper from the early two thousands and nineties and stuff, he's putting out new music too, oh, along with yeah. Method Man. But Yo, if I get if I get okay. new Method Man, I'm set. New Bun B, I'm intrigued. So hip hop is definitely gonna be popping. You have my attention, and now you have my erection. <laughs> Oh man, I love that. Um, and then uh, Will Mercier asked, "Catch up on eggs? Yes or no?" Catch up on eggs? I mean, I don't really like eggs. Most of the time, when I ate them, I put ketchup on them. Okay. I was gonna say now, neither of us eat eggs, so nothing right now. But I, I wasn't a fan of it when I was doing it. I would just like cook my eggs in butter. A little bit of pepper over the top of it, bam, I'm good. If it's good eggs, you don't need anything to dip it in. And if it's bad eggs, you need to mask everything. He, uh, it's gonna take away my cook cred, but yeah, yeah, catch up on eggs. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. But Every t- time I go to Dunkin's and they're like, hey, do you want ketchup on this? I'm like, why the fuck would I want ketchup on this? No. Toast. Why would I put ketchup on avocado toast? It's better than beans on toast. Actually, nothing's better than beans on toast. Come on. I was going to say, you like beans. I've never had beans on toast, but I'm imagining it's pretty good. Yeah. 
The British are okay. weird. Since uh, since Tanya kind of dove into it uh, for 2022, uh, how about we look back at 2021? Yes. Uh, musically, it was a great year for music. There was, was a so many releases, uh, great hip-hop releases that I was not expecting, and then a whole bunch of heavy-as-fuck albums that I wasn't expecting. Yes. And, yeah, um... I know we both did a top five for the website. I don't know if it's coming out, so it's coming just out. Kind of go through it. It's coming out. I just need to sit down and write shit for it. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to just uh, say like certain genres so that we don't give our top five away for that? I don't know. Um, I have a few albums that are really good. Uh, I'll just cite some examples. Okay, well, and we'll give really... some, some good albums that we enjoyed, but we're not going to give the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some, okay. Give some examples, but like maybe not to go into it do, too deeply. So people who have any excuse, check out the website, www.justplainfilthy.com for when that article comes okay. out. Um, for me personally, uh, I was a real big fan of Tyler, the Creator's Call Me When You Get Lost. Uh, it's like a... Almost a return to form, but also an evolution of Tyler and his sound. Uh, it was just really good. That was good. Uh, for me, I also liked the new Sleep Token album. Nice. Uh, they they brand themselves as metal, but this was like a weird, like ambient, like post rock ish mm. metal album. Like there was pieces of metal. It was mostly just overall a vibe. There was a lot of singing. There was no screaming. It was just a really cool sound. And the band's kind of like Ghost, where they have like a lore about them. Yes. They've built that up, and they have an overall feel and a story yes. with their band. Yes. It was really cool listening to that. I never heard them before. We did a Bands That Slap episode like three months ago, four months ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, who the fuck is this? And he goes, Sleep Token. They're tight, right? That uh, actually their new, their new album's really good. Yes. Uh, In Spirit put out a record. Uh, I don't remember if the full record... The full record came out... Maybe it was in 2020. Shit. <laughs> it, but it was, like, near the end. <laughs> and if you listened to it in 2021, I'll count it. It was a bit... It was a... On rotation the entirety of 2021. Um... They got a new record coming out this year that I'm excited for. So that's going to be dope. That's cool. Uh, Jedi Mind Tricks put out The Funeral and the Raven. Mm. Uh, that was the, their first album in like three years. It was really good. Uh, a little, Some of it seemed a little like mainstream radio style, but then mm. they made up for it with other songs, which were a lot more... Uh, raw and kind of poked fun at a lot of things that people hold dear like religion and like their ideals political affiliations and stuff so you got like things that are just like yo me and my crew roll hard smoking this drinking that and there's other parts that's like fuck your god blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah. i was just like yo this got everything this is dope it's, it's all the <laughs> shit uh because is a mastermind it would, it's really difficult for me because the last two years have just sort of melded together. <laughs> so, 
but like to one super year. It's been one super year, and we're still in it. I literally wore my 2020 sucks mask to work the other day, and <laughs> somebody was like, "That was two years ago. It's not 2020 anymore." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm still saying, "I'm like." Oh man, I, I there better be good shows happening later in the year. Twenty twenty one needs shows, and Ty's like it's now. I yeah. was like, where did the time go? Exactly, twenty twenty like went by at a snail's pace, and then twenty twenty one was just gone. <laughs> I think. Uh, lastly, I'm really, really into my friend Johnny's new band called Duress. Ooh, um, it just put out like a. I think it's technically an album. I think it was like five or six songs. I think it was like six songs. Because they're shorter, because hardcore bands like shorter songs. Of course. Overall, it was like 12 minutes of music. Oh, I don't know if EP or album, but either way, I really want to hear more from them. And that album is one of my top favorite hardcore pieces over the last couple. Oh, yeah. I, uh, fucking... Silver Scream by Ice Nine Kills, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> that shit fucking ruled. Uh, good for them. Rep New England. New England on top, always, in the music scene. Shit's a fucking... Like, the last two albums they've come out with, masterpieces, both of them. So, uh, I want to get into, like wrestling things that we missed and movie things that we missed but yes. uh before we get all into it i definitely want to showcase uh our musical spot so we're going to take a small little break we're going to play the new song toxin by 1019 and then we'll come right back with some more content fuck yeah
That was Toxin by uh, 1019. Oh yeah, because uh, 1019 is the solo project of my homie Jerry from Confront the Elders, one of the heaviest non-signed bands that I know. Yes. They're putting in work. They put out an album a couple months ago. It's really good if you're a fan of uh, Lorna Ashore, Ingested, uh, Mental Cruelty. Any of those bands, definitely check them out. And uh, new stuff coming out by Jerry, 19. He's putting in work. More stuff to come out soon. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking excited. The metal. Okay, before we get into the wrestling aspect of things, I've been kind of out of the loop metal wise. Yeah. Because like after like once the summer stopped, I like stopped listening to metal for a while. Mm. I was exclusively listening to like Bright Eyes, Dick Shoulders, Amigo the Devil, and Fleet Foxes. Feel that. Like, all the time, and just like, haha, indie folk music, snap my fingers, enjoying life. Mm. And then I heard um, New Mental Cruelty album. That was like, yo, this is like a soundtrack to an Armageddon. Yeah. It's just insane. It's like symphonic, but then it's also like pig squeals and breakdowns and stuff. And I, I got back into it, and I've been listening to like a metal album a day. I've just been listening to it like every day. I've been doing nothing about, like, watching TV, watching basketball, listening to metal, taking that. That's, <laughs> that's pretty, I mean, that's a pretty rad fucking day, in my opinion. Yeah. I listen to uh, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of music at work, so I'm, like, not really paying attention. <laughs> Whenever new shit comes on, I'm like, oh, that's shit. That's awesome. That's shit. That's awesome. Oh, I better figure out who does this song before it stops, and I can never do that, so it's just lost forever. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. My, the, okay, listen to this. Okay, mm. I, the top ten uh, artists that I've listened to uh, the last month. Mm. Number one is hip hop artist Dave East. Nice. Second, Ak Fox. Awesome. Third, uh, a band called Sheridan from Russia. They're really, really good. Um. Number four, The Wise Man's Fear. They just put out new music. They're working on a new album. Uh, number five, Mental Cruelty. Yes. Uh, number six, Duress from New Hampshire, my of friend's band. Number seven, Young Gravy. Nice. Number eight, Jedi Mind Tricks. Oh, shit. Number nine, Enox, who is also putting out a new album. Soon. Um, and number ten, a hardcore band called End It. That's awesome. That's, that's literally, like, those bands have been, like, all I've been listening to for the last, like, month. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a good month, musically. Oh, yeah. Um, but since we've been gone, we've, we've missed quite a significant amount of moments in the world of professional wrestling. Indeed. Uh, pretty much a whole entire wrestling roster is gone now. Yep. A whole company is gone, and uh, another whole bunch of people are no longer with a different company. <laughs> it's now like a whole roster's worth of people that aren't the same people are now in a different company. A big swole called Tony Khan a racist. Yeah. What? And Tony Khan was like, I'm not a racist. Here, black woman's champion. <laughs> <laughs> I, Tony Khan's got his finger on the pulse. 
I don't, I don't want to get into it, but like, don't do this. Don't, don't do this. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think it was because of that, because they were already pushing her beforehand. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's just for the sake of the joke, but look at like what she was saying, like, I understand, like, they're not pushing diversity, really. Well, yeah. But their roster is packed full of all different walks of life and ethnicities and like countries and all that stuff. And they're they're trying to form a place for everybody. So it's it's not that they're choosing not to. It's just you have to find the spot to put people, or else it just looks like I'm giving you the spot because you will cater to this demographic, and that's a fucking no no. That's also a problem. But if you look at the higher ups. And, like, the way the company is structured, there's obviously not an issue there. Because Tony Khan has said it himself. Hobbs has said it himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had a Latino TNT member, uh, two of them so far, because Cody is technically Latino as well. Um, and then the Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. And the first tag team champion was African American. Mm-hmm. And then they had had a Native American, African American, transgender first woman's champion. Yeah. I, I, I don't can you get more diverse than that? I, I don't think AEW has a diversity problem. If you think... so like AEW's like, hey, you know that thing that nobody else is going to do right now? We're going to do all of them with the same person. Well, we're going to do all of that. Uh, yeah, no, so if you really think that's an issue, why don't you go work for the 70-year-old man who um, gives titles to minorities and then has Brock Lesnar just take him. <laughs> they're like, we're going to give you a championship slot and you're going to like get on TV, but then we're also going to stereotype you We're going to make st- people... That whatever they see on TV is how people are in real life. We're going to stereotype the fuck out of you. And then Brock Lesnar's going to kill you in 15 seconds. Uh, going back to like people who showed up in a company. like You pretty much know. Think of anybody who was in NXT during Triple H's time. 95% of those wrestlers are gone now. It's ridiculous. Now look over at AEW... Over the last, I would say, three months since we stopped doing this, like, I think our last episode or so, or maybe the episode after uh, it happened, mm. uh, we had CM Punk. Yes. We had Adam Cole. Yes. We had Daniel Bryan. Yes. I mean, Bryan Danielson now. We had Ruby Soho. Exactly. Uh, we have uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, ridiculous. What? <laughs> Um, rumors of uh, Dem Boys coming in, the Briscoe Brothers. You also had Leo Rush. Uh, yeah, we got Leo Rush. Uh, we just got Jake Atlas. Yes! Fucking love Jake um, Atlas. There's rumors of Megan Bain possibly signing. Of course. She's been on Dark and, um, there's There was a little, like, something that was posted yesterday. Um... I don't know when it was reported, but people will be on the lookout because Tony Khan has said that he has scored his dream signing and 
it's coming soon, but he doesn't announce who. And it was before they released Samoa Joe, so I do not think it's Samoa Joe, unless Samoa Joe immediately reached out to Tony Khan and was like, hey, I just got released, and I come here, they signed off on it, and then people reported it. So it's not impossible, but still, it's going to be something big. Weirder things have happened. Kyle O'Reilly was on NXT one week, and then the next week he showed up on Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. He was, well, fortunately enough for him, he did a contract extension, which would have given him no extra time after he gets out. Yeah, exactly. He, he could have literally been on the same show. Yeah. He could have just been like, Okay, they're recording today. I have a match with Von Wagner. I'm walking out of this, and then it's like Orange Cassidy is getting up off the apron. There's Kyle O'Reilly. I just saw him five minutes ago on the USA Network. What's Could going have done on? that. That would have been brilliant. Would it be even better if it happened at the same exact time and just people's minds are blown? Oh, it would have been so cool. Like doppelganger. Now we have to get him in a cage, and they can fight to the death. There can only be one. There can only be one Kyle O'Reilly. Meanwhile, poor Roderick Strong. You should call him the diabetic dynamite. God damn it. He's the real needle mover. (laughs) So other than wrestlers saying stupid things that'll get them not hired anywhere else forever and a bunch of people getting hired. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. It's been wild. It's been really fun to watch. <clears throat> at the same time, it's kind of like, at what point does this become overkill? Like, if people are leaving your company in AEW, now you have spots to fill, I understand it. But now we have, oh yeah, Jay Lethal. Jay Le- that's Jay Lethal, that's right! Oh my god! Uh, so he was there. Uh, so it's like, people are now just like filling spots on Dark and stuff, but... Until all these storylines go, we don't have room for people to hop in there and insert themselves. So, fingers crossed. You know, I mean, uh, the Lucha Brothers are going to be out for a little bit now. What I've noticed is they're they're doing like a rotation of talent. Rotating all y'all bitches. Yeah, they're rotating. So not the same people are on TV every week. Which is, is good. What, yeah, which is fantastic. Don't get the same match fucking every week or every other week. It's still a perfect system. It's not. A, I would say it's perfect system, but it's still one of the. It's still better than WWE, which is do the same shit every week until I'm fucking dead. Like, do you remember when they had Randy Orton versus Sheamus like fucking mm-hmm. twelve weeks in a row? Yes, and it just became a meme. Yeah. For your good behavior, we gave you the match that you've been waiting for and craving. Oh my god, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar? No! Randy Orton versus Sheamus, part 11. Yeah, Randy Orton versus Sheamus, part 11. Fucking Randy Orton versus John Cena for a decade! (laughs) Ah, decade! John Cena versus Orton! Ah, every day, 20 more years! That was a decade of my life! And there's no other wrestling on TV. There's Impact, but I didn't want to watch it because of shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, wrestling has been crazy. Uh, I've, yeah, as I said, I've been watching wrestling. I've been watching NBA. Uh, I've been watching other things recently. 
Nice. Which is kind of my way of uh, progressing over to this next part. Um, Casey, tell them what I've become. Oh, TJ's a huge, big old weeb now. <laughs> he watches anime every day. I also watch anime a lot. I went from like two years ago and be like, if you're if you watch anime, you're a fucking little pansy ass motherfucker, you nerds. Exactly. Now, what I did the other day, I literally had One Piece on my phone at work as I'm eating a bowl of pho and drinking tea. Love it. Absolutely love it. And I'm glad like we waited 30 minutes. I'm, I'm glad we waited 30 minutes to mention One Piece. Else Toei would come in here and just take all of our content down. Even if we didn't mention Toei or One not Piece. I'm playing their music. I'm not giving <laughs> spoilers. But we good. <laughs> Toby's uh, like, they mentioned one of our properties. They mentioned R.I.P. Take them down. <laughs> I'm like, uh... I'm doing. I'm watching that. I'm watching Attack on Titan, and until I'm finished Attack on Titan, because I'm almost done it, uh, there's a bunch of other ones that I want to jump into and check out. Yes. But uh, the way my mind works is, I can't have too many things going on, because I'm gonna forget everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm like, I think I'm like 20 episodes away from finishing um, Attack on Titan. Do it up, do it up. But I'm like, I'm like, uh, 790 episodes away from finishing One Piece. <laughs> Have fun you for the next decade, One Piece, pal. It's still going. I never finished One Piece. <laughs> I watched. Check it out? I, I'm probably going to at some point because, goddamn, uh, but there's just so much of it. There's just oh, yeah. some. And I've got problem other anime to watch. Problem with One Piece is, like, a good 30 or so percent of it is filler episodes that add nothing and are just there to, like... Oh, it's the same thing with Naruto. Branch from thing to thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's probably just a Shonen Jump thing. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a a huge thing in Shonen because they gotta make up shit until the the, the yeah. manga come out, comes out. So... Yeah. So I like I there was two arcs or after I was finished it I looked and see if there was fillers between them and I was like okay I'm skipping a little bit and then I found myself going How the fuck did they get to a sky island and then all the way down in this like weird like water temple I'm like yeah. what the fuck did I miss I shouldn't have skipped it yeah exactly um but. that's just the, that's just the thing sometimes the show will catch up to the manga and they'll be like let's uh have a couple episodes where Sakura goes to the store, or Naruto can't <laughs> find his socks. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I was, I was like, should I get into a thing like Food Wars? I was like, maybe. Yes. And then I read One Piece and Food Wars are working on a combo thing, and I yes. was like, yo, what? And like, yeah, Sanji's gonna challenge people to a food competition. I love it. I was like, okay, yeah, you got me. This is probably naturally the next thing. I'm hooked! <laughs> but I also want to jump in there with you and say that I want to watch Dragon Ball. Yes. But I also want to watch things like Yu Yu Hakusho or uh, Inuyasha. So I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Uh, I would Definitely def something from my childhood. Definitely start with Dragon Ball. And I definitely highly recommend Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, Inuyasha is really good too, 
Uh, so yeah, no, you just you gotta sell. I just want to talk to people about stuff, and nobody watches any of the stuff that I watch. So Dragon exactly. Ball is probably next. I know it's not anime, but I gotta get you on the WandaVision and Loki train before you see No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to say that because we've been way too busy. So yeah. next day that I have like like a good time off, like one day off and then not coming in until late the next day, I'll probably start one. Yeah, I mean, it's not essential viewing for No Way Home, but it will be essential for all the stuff that's going to go on afterwards. Also, big thing, uh, you know how I haven't seen like any movies? Yeah. Uh, we went through it, and there was, like, 200 and, like, 50-something movies. Oh, yeah, I was I really disappointed like, in you. <laughs> I like, a 300-movie list, yeah. Yeah. Um, I recently watched all of the Harry Potter movies. Nice. I watched all of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Uh, and I started um, Mandalorian. Yeah. Mando's yeah. fucking great. Mando's really good so far. I think I'm on episode 7. Exactly. Nice. Just because I got through, I I watched like six episodes in one night, and then I was like, "Oh shit, it's one a.m. I have to go to bed." Exactly. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. I want to get through all of that before we start the book of Boba Fett. Exactly. You're going to uh, want to. Um... And I got a lot of catching up to do because I'm extremely excited for uh, the multiverse of madness. Yes. That I don't think prob- I've ever been more excited for a movie than I have uh, across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, like, uh, WandaVision is not required for No Way Home, and Loki is not required for Wa- No Way Home, but they probably are uh, required for Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah, definitely, especially because Doctor Strange played a big part in like, that whole arc kind of thing. Yeah, and Wan is in Multiverse of Madness, so you kind of yeah, so. want to know how she got there. So. So, so anime and fucking Marvel stuff, like that's going to occupy a lot of my time the coming years. And I'm actually okay with it, because it gives me something to do. I exactly. can't watch every NBA game, and WWE is kind of shit. Besides NXT, NXT is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's all right. I'm again. I'm boycotting WWE still, all of it, because yeah, I'm I'm probably not going to watch it regularly. But this like the NXT specials, I'm <laughs> probably going to check out because that that uh, two years evil delivered. You got a new world champion, Braun Breaker. Nice, still a oh, stupid just, name. <laughs> uh, though I am very disappointed that he didn't piss on Tommaso Ciampa like his dad would. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a new North American champion. Yeah, they, uh, they threw together both the um, cruiserweight and the North American championship to unify it. That makes sense. And Carmelo Hayes, aka Christian Casanova from New England, nice uh, beat Roderick Strong. Awesome. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty so dope. That was actually. pretty cool. And MSK finally revealed who their shaman is, the one that was, like, giving him weed and, like, sending him on a quest. <laughs> it, is, it is Matt Riddle. Of course it's Matt and We had Matt Riddle and MSK versus Imperium with uh, Walter. So that's what Matt Riddle's been doing. He's been doing RK-Bro. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's tag team champion right now, but I, I don't know how well that's going. So they decided, um, just... Fine, weed is cool. <laughs> they haven't, like, specifically said weed. Like, there's, like, they have them, like, they're already high. They never show them smoking. Yeah. And then, like, he, they're just like, 
okay, well, we're at the place. We got to open the door. We finally get to meet the shaman. Okay, let's do it. They open it up, and it's like a black void, but it's like smoky. And the smoke kind of clears as he's walking forward. And he goes, hey, bro. <laughs> And then, and then it just ends, and then they announce the match. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's, yeah. that's pretty funny. Oh, it's it's very hit or miss, because, like, main roster, I'm hearing nothing but shit. NXT, people don't like it because it's different. If you look at it, like, you're just, it's just new people. You're checking out new people. It's not going to be the same. If you look at it for what it is, mm-hmm. instead of comparing it to what it was, I mean, if you it's watch, a lot easier. If you want to watch old NXT, just flip over to TBS. <laughs> yeah, essentially now, yeah, yeah. It took me a second. I was like, wait, they're on USA. And then I was like, and I was like oh, yeah, AEW, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I know that uh, yeah, watching NXT now, you have to take yourself out of the whole nostalgia of it. It's yeah. not the same thing. I know. Or if, you're watching, if you're listening to an album, like, I really, really not li- like Appendage. Or uh, Blue Sky Noise by Circus Survive for the longest time. Yeah. Because it wasn't like Jaterna or On Letting Go, their first two albums. Of course. The moment I started listening to it as its own thing instead of comparing it, I found out I still don't like Appendage. But, um, <laughs> but I really like Blue Sky Noise, and that's now like my favorite album from that's, uh, if you if you just look at it through a different lens, you enjoy shit way more. That's a pretty great analogy, actually. Like, I don't, I don't really like the new turnstile too much, but I like it for what it is. I don't like it that the fact that they're no longer really hardcore. Yeah, there's ele- they, they still have the elements, which I like. And, I, and I'm not really a fan of the new AFI. If you listen to it, I'm like, this is AFI now. Let's listen to what it sounds like. Did they do a good job? Are the songs catchy? Yeah. Is it's it, good. Yeah. It's not, it's not AFI of the past. No. So, and it that's how I'm looking at be. it. Well, yeah, no, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, we're coming up on 45 minutes here. Do we have anything else? I honestly don't think I have anything prepared. I know that we are, as we've said before, we are working on our top five releases of 2021. Yes. On our website. Don't know. We don't have a date yet. It all depends on when everybody's available and everything gets submitted. Yeah. Um. We're also working on updating the website a little bit more. Um, We're going to try to keep our uh, Twitter, our TikTok, and our Instagram as active and as good as we can. We just started getting active again on Twitter, uh, so definitely check that out. And the indie movement, who we share the website and our anchor account with, uh, we just released... The top 50 independent wrestlers oh, of 2021. Shit. And uh, some of these statistics that I added in there are just outstanding. Like, I'll, I'll, I won't give you the number, but Yamato had about 107 wins and like Damn. 40 losses. Okay. In, in 2021 alone. Damn, TJ. So you did like homework for this. <laughs> I spent five or six months doing all the statistics, writing down little blurbs, and then organizing them based on match quality, titles held, and opponents. 
That's pretty cool, actually. I'm not going to lie. You I'm going to have to do the same thing this year, so I might as well get an early start. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. You should go all check that out. Uh, that should be under the indie movement on Spotify. Um, uh, or no, any other... It's all on Just Plain Filthy, and then it's going to be... Should be the one before this episode. It should be. Um, you can check out the indie movement's content on justplainfilthy.com/slash the indie movement, where we have three featured matches that we rotate every other week, along with a way to check out what our Twitter feed is and contact us through there. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of stuff going on with all the brands, and soon we'll have more shit coming on with uh, Just Plain Filthy. Fuck yeah, I'm about it. Uh, and that's the case, I don't have anything to plug right now, so. <laughs> um, check him out at work, have him cook something for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> check him out at work, listen to Soup Kid on Spotify, working on trying to make that active again. But Oh yeah. Uh, and in other words, have a good night. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening, everyone.